Well, what's up, all you stars and says? This is former WWE diva and current first lady of Ring of Honor, Maria Canales, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. You are listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 227 of the official podcast Whoa. for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're also on Stitcher, BeyondPod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. Find us. Sorry. Uh, we're on Twitter <laughs> at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore. There you go. Podstack. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Welcome to the show. Got tons to talk about this week, but before we do, we uh, do want to make a little plug. Make sure you listen to our show uh, on Sports Radio Beaumont, 1450-1510-KIKR. You can download the Sports Radio Beaumont app on your smartphone device. Download it. It's absolutely free. We go on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Central Time, so adjust your sure. clocks accordingly. So really cool stuff. So welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Sleepy. Sleepy? Yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah. wake up because we have got tons we to got talk tons about this of week. Shit to talk Lots about. Lots to talk about. Guess what? I can curse. We shit. Yes, you can. On this show, you can. On the radio show, you cannot. So uh, we. I mean, we've got feedback. We've got raw. We've got lucha underground. We've got NXT. We've got Q and A. We've got all of our ext- uh, elimination chamber predictions. We've got much more to talk about. So, but first, how you doing? We've Daniel? already covered that. I'm doing quite well. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Doug, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing great. Aight. He's sleepy. So, uh, yeah. Dopey. So, let's dive on in. Uh, get right on into the show. We'll talk about some feedback, and then we'll talk about the uh, the big... He's pumped. The big stuff that's going down this week. Uh, so, our first going feedback down. we have is from Julian saying, I thought of the Elimination Chamber idea before they announced it. I did not think that they would put more than one person in a pod. So, I figured three teams would be in the Chamber match with two people starting as usual. And the members from <laughs> the other teams would be in the pods, one being completely excluded from the beginning of the match. But it doesn't matter now. The pay-per-view is looking good. But one thing I have to disagree on is the Kane thing. I actually enjoy his TV spots. Not the matches, but his promos uh, are and and such are entertaining. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now we understand what he's trying to say. I think we tried to figure out what he meant last week. Yeah, we were all pretty uh, tired. What? So, uh, what's this guy talking about? Yeah, but you know, we we figured it out. So good stuff. But thanks for the feedback. We certainly appreciate you listening. Thanks for everyone who's been listening yeah, thank lately. You. We certainly appreciate it. If this is your first time listening to our show, let us know. Give us a comment. Give us yeah. a review. Something like that. Let us know how we're bridge. doing. So uh, before we dive into raw, I want to talk about something that has been making waves over the internet's here this week uh and that is the decision for destination america to bring in ring of honor and air them before tna oh we're gonna talk about this instead of out of ring of honor huh we're gonna talk about this now instead of out of ring of honor or talk i mean we can all right well you already yeah. st- we well, already started 
Well, I figured, you know, it's it's the big breaking news. It's All something, right. All you know, right. something that we we should we should cover that takes precedence over Raw because Raw was kind of meh. But uh, but <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, the only reason I say that is because it sort of ties into a lot of other like contract talk, and mm-hmm. uh, there's not particularly a ton to talk about over Ring of Honor TV this week or anything. They just yeah. had two matches, and there's not really much to talk about or. Same with Lucha, same with NXT. I mean, the NXT special, I didn't see whatever aired tonight or whatever because mm-hmm. I was at work. Yeah. But, uh, well, we can talk about, you know, we'll, we can talk about Ring of Honor and then talk about the Ring of Honor TNA thing that's going on as well. We'll we'll, we'll mix things up a little bit this week. Okay. We don't have to go, per se, in our, in our normal order. So. I'm not saying we have to go in order. I'm just saying, like, it's sort of, I thought that, that all those things, Topics sort of flowed together, so I didn't know how we were going to break it up. Oh, gotcha. So, we'll, what do you think we should cover first? You already started with that. Okay, so we'll talk about Ring of Honor, uh, the breaking news that Destination America has decided to bring them in, uh, and not only... Isn't it fucking weird how the weeks break down, because some things we 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 see or we hear, and it takes like a whole week before we talk about it, mm-hmm. and we were... Just happened to be a, a day late, so we get to catch this like on the forefront this week. Yeah, it seems a lot of the news tends to break on Wednesdays, which I don't know why that is, because we record our shows on Tuesdays, and it would really help out the show if all the news were to break on Tuesdays. It is quite strange. But it's always, oh, we recorded the show, it's a great show, let's put it out there, and then, oh, wait, now your show is immediately outdated, there's nothing you can talk about. It's and by done. the time it comes back around, that's... The, the talk that was the hotness of then is sort of like not irrelevant, but it's like not what's the hot talk of them. Yeah, it's like, dude, that was last week's issue. So I'm kind of glad in in this sense that we waited an extra day because this is really big news. Uh, it looks like Destination America is looking to have sort of a power um, block of wrestling, I guess you could say. I guess that would be the wording for it. Uh, they they announced, they, or they made a statement basically saying that they're excited to be part, uh, partnering uh, Destination America with Ring of Honor. Um, it's going to be premiering Wednesday, June 3rd, which is the same day that, Desti- uh, that Impact is going to be moved. So it's going to be Ring of Honor, one hour, and then the very next hour is Impact Wrestling. So... They're looking to make Ring of is, here's here's the statement. Ring of Honor will premiere on Wednesday, June third, leading into Impact Wrestling, making Destination America the home for wrestling every Wednesday evening. Uh, the first match is going to feature Briscoe Brothers going up against the House of Truth in the main event. Also, catch athletes of New Japan Pro Wrestling battle it out with the Ring of Honor stars and follow former NFL lineman Moose compete against BJ Whitmer. So, it looks like. They might actually be keeping TNA around and sort of doing like a block of wrestling. So it's like, oh, don't forget, you know, kicking Wednesday off, Ring of Honor followed immediately by Impact Wrestling. Do you kind of get that vibe or do you think that... No, not at all. Really? Okay. Uh, My impression is that Ring of Honor is being groomed to to take over for TNA when TNA is gone Hmm. in September because they're, they're kicking off... Um. Like you said, they're 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 stacking the shows to where Ring of Honor is the lead in to uh, to TNA, mm-hmm. which I uh, reported heavily last week. Uh, that is not going not well. It's not set in stone, but as of right now, they're not said to be renewed in September. Hmm. And uh, if 
if TNA was a company that was a uh, viable, that was like if 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 they've canceled all the other TNA programming besides Impact, they used to have that little Saturday show, the sort of like reload, explosion, explode. Well, not explosion, but uh, there was sort of like um, it was like a different show that they aired on a different day. That it was um not exp- not just explosion. It was like this little. You remember when they tried to do that uh, little, um, the thing after Impact all the, a couple of years ago, where it was sort of like all these weird cut like backstage promos. Yeah, it, yeah. it was something yeah, more yeah. along. It was something more along those lines. But they canceled. They canceled all TNA's programming except for Impact. If they wanted more wrestling content, why are they not just gonna, asking for more content from the the company that they already have, the like the wrestling company they already have? I, I think that. It, and with all like the the shit the shit storm that went down over them uh, TNA either being completely clueless or or not having any idea. I mean, or e- either they didn't know or they didn't tell their people, which is 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 crazy. Either way you look at it, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think they're just being groomed to take over because the problem with TNA is the th- problem with them for TNA is they're not. Like Destination America pays TNA to be on their station, but what they're looking to get back—I mean, they're paying them to provide content for their station—but yeah, yeah. what they're looking to get back is they're looking to sell ads during TNA, and they're like, they're not—they're not getting the type of revenue they want selling ads during TNA, but they're paying more for TNA than they pay for Ring of Honor. Costs a lot less to make. Mm-hmm. If you look at the Ring of Honor product, you know it is a lower fi, it's lower whatever than, than TNA is. It costs less to make. Um, I'm assuming some of the guys make less. or, or I, I'm not really sure as far as contract goes, but I don't think at all. I think TNA is out the door. I don't think it's even a question. Um, Do you think this could be like a last-ditch effort for them to try and for Destination America to get more viewers to watch Impact? Like maybe say, okay, we're going to bring in the Ring of Honor audience and then hopefully some of them will stick around and watch Impact, and that'll increase those ratings. No, I think that's what TNA is hoping. Because if you if you notice now, supposedly TNA had a talent meeting today, which they did not discuss the they did not discuss the future of their own company. They're telling their guys that they can't comment on their future with Destination America, <laughs> which is shady as hell. Like yeah. if you can't if you are. If you know that all this, see, they they came out. All their people were calling Meltzer liars. They were telling everybody they didn't know what they're talking about. When they didn't that, know what was going on, that's all. That's all PR spin. Uh, because if you know all that shit to be false, you don't come out and say nothing. You don't say we can't talk about anything. We don't know anything. You say no, all that shit's false. Mm-hmm. They said so they're saying uh, we can't talk about it or we don't know or that they're just telling other people that. Saying you don't know makes right. you look incompetent. Yeah, I mean it's they they're I I I think now that they realize they've told their people to start promoting the Ring of Honor thing, which is weird. Yeah, why the, Dixie Carter, the first tweet she's done was the hottest wrestling network in the industry, Destination America. Impact Wrestling moves to Wednesdays starting six thirteen using hashtag Welcome ROH. What they're what they're trying to do is promote Ring of Honor, hoping that they're going to get some extra viewers out of it. See that? See the, why this is bad. Why people? Why this is not good? People don't understand that 
Destination America is a step up for Ring of Honor, yeah. but a step down for TNA. Because Ring of Honor is still keeps their syndication clear with Sinclair. They're still on all their Sinclair stations they already on. Okay, I they're was just wondering about now that. they're on fifty seven million more mm-hmm. sets in in addition to the Sinclair markets they're already currently on. Destination uh, uh TNA went from the million plus viewers they were getting on Spike, which is one of the premier channels, back to less than half of, of what they were currently. It's a step back for TNA. It's a step forward for Ring of Honor. Yeah. Ring of Honor is growing. TNA is dying. Yeah. It's a dying ship. Yep. Welcome to the Titanic. Why, if, if TNA has no bargaining power, because why don't they have an exclu- exclusivity deal? Like, why... Mm-hmm. Do you think there can be other wrestling shows on channels that fucking WWE is on? Fuck no. You're not going to see have, anything. No, because they we have were, fucking bargaining we power. We were shocked on Raw to see a Lucha Underground commercial. Well, that's different. That's, I know that's pay, advertisement, but still. They're paying. That's yeah. that's 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 a different thing completely. But, but still. That was from a provider. There's, yeah, yeah there's, there's no way that another wrestling uh product gets on a wwe channel Mm -hmm. because they have exclusivity deals because they have fucking power of bargaining tna is at the fucking you want our ratings (laughs) you're gonna pay us they're at the fucking mercy of destination x they're i mean destination x destination america excuse me (laughs) there's no way there's no way this is this is now it's not set in stone like if by some miracle like tna uh, TNA starts growing and they are able to sell their ads for whatever they want, mm-hmm. then it's not set in stone that they're going to cancel them. But as of right now, I mean, all signs point to these guys aren't fucking coming back. Yeah. Why did, I mean, why, this is not a, de- a deal that just happened overnight. Why did they just fucking decide to do it? Yeah. It, it doesn't happen. Like these people have been fucking negotiating with each other for a while. I mean, it just, I don't see how you can positively spin it for TNA in any way. Since they're trying to, yeah, but they're wanting to go up against NXT and and Lucha. But well, see, that's what see. At first, I was relieved to know that it's the 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 show that's going to be on. I don't get Destination America, so I was relieved to find out that the show that's going to be on Destination America is the same show that I'm getting on my fucking Sinclair market right mm-hmm. now. It's going to debut on uh, the weekend before. Like how we get we get Ring of Honor on Saturday nights and Sunday yeah. nights. It's gonna that's gonna be the original run, and when Destination America runs it on Wednesday, it's gonna be what I've already seen on Saturday. Okay, so gotcha. I'm relieved to know that I'm getting the product like on TV without having to worry about a channel that I don't get. Right. But <laughs> I mean. What I am a little bit worried about is I'm worried that it's going to get competitive. I'm not worried that Ring of Honor has to be competitive with NXT because NXT doesn't operate on the traditional like um, rating system because they're on the network. People, the WWE just cares about subscriptions to the network and they're part of that deal. Yeah. What I do sort of a little bit worried about is Ring of Honor competing with Lucha Underground because I want both of those companies to succeed and I don't mm-hmm. want them to cannibalize like the Lucha Underground market or vice versa. I want right. both of those companies to succeed. So that's what I worry about a little bit. TNA fucking is dug their own grave. I mean... TNA's done. They're not officially done, but I mean, <laughs> I don't see how you could argue that they're not um, on their way out in September. Do you see them making it to 2016? No. 
if you look back less than a year ago, all the shit that's happening now is the same shit that was happening. Spike TV, people who don't think that, uh, you know, this is just some negative spin and Meltzer is like pulling bullshit These are all out. WWE fanboys hating on TNA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go back well, less uh, than a year ago. All the same shit was happening with fucking Spike then. The only difference between then and now is that Spike fucking just washed his hands of wrestling afterwards. Mm -hmm. they what is Meltzer saying? He was the one. He he's the one who broke all the TNA shit about them not being renewed, or about their they're scheduled to not be renewed in September. And oh, they were all he like, was the one. And okay. then everyone's all oh, that's TNA fanboys said, oh that's bullshit. He's lying. Meltzer just doesn't like TNA. Blah blah blah. No one wants TNA to 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 fail. Mm -hmm. I don't want TNA to fail, but come competition on. is good for everyone. But if you have a poor product, well, I mean, those guys are gonna have to go find other places to work, and like. You know, I don't want that to happen to those people, but come on, man. You got to fucking put a quality product or a semi-quality product out there. Mm -hmm. I mean... If, you're, if your workers are not getting paid appropriately and on time, then there's something wrong with your company. If you're putting out a poor product, there's something wrong with your company. I mean, there's just... There, there's too much bad press that's coming out from TNA to make me believe that it's going to last in an, another year. Like, I don't see us talking about TNA being an existing product this time next year. I could, I mean for all, you know, I no, could uh, I, I could completely be wrong and I will I would happily be wrong. But just the way that things have gone over the past couple of years for TNA, it is just not looking good. It is spiraling out of control and <laughs> I don't know what they can do to try and save this. I mean, I saw some people were saying, do you think we'll see a TNA Ring of Honor, you know, mash. No, like they'll they'll compete against each other in any kind of form. What? I mean, like do you Ring see of Honor is officially in more homes than TNA now. Ring of Honor, <laughs> I think you you can. I think there was some argument as if did Ring of Honor surpass TNA as the number two company when TNA um, went to Destination in America, mm -hmm. and I think that it's more clear now that that. That uh, Ring of Honor has more reach; they're in more homes. They they have more eyeballs available to them. Um, got I don't Destination know Destination America and Sinclair products now. So by the numbers, statistically speaking, Ring of Honor has surpassed TNA. Because I mean, R Ring of Honor is their deal with Destination America is just like a licensing deal. They're getting paid just for being on the channel. Mm -hmm. They already have the fucking markets from Sinclair, so yeah. it's it's just like an add on to them. It's like they're just being syndicated. That's it. That's all it they're is. already being syndicated, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess you're right. It's like further syndication, but mm -hmm. the difference is they they were on a ton of syndicated markets, but they weren't on a big uh, like on a cable channel. Now they're on a cable channel and in syndication. Yeah, so they're growing, whereas TNA is not has really declined right. so much. Ooh. It's and it's so sad to see, but I mean, I, I don't want them to fail, but um, I would be really surprised if um we see them renewed past September. Yeah, and even Jim Jim Ross, he uh he sent out like an article or or something of that degree basically saying that TNA is has been irresponsible in the way that they've been running their business or something of that degree. I mean, Tyler Tyler sent me that. But um I mean, it's just it, I don't know. It's it's sad to see, but you kind of have to say, well, you can't say that they're they're not deserving of this because the way that they've run their business over the past few uh, past couple of years at least has just been so poor that you know their top talents have left the ones who 
you know, still have a future. They're, they're, they're you know, already out of there. Well, let's, since you want to mix things up this week, let's segue, um, let's segue into one of those talents that has okay. resurrected their career yeah. in being Samoa Joe. Definitely. Uh, not just artistically speaking, coming off of the, um, the NXT special this past week, but I don't know if you have this on the format sheet or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, more more interesting like contract talk is like Samoa Joe's pretty unique contract. Yeah, yeah. that's really it's it is quite intriguing that he's in WWE NXT yet he's still being advertised in Ring of Honor for some upcoming dates all the way through the end of the month. Um, so no, no, no. He, his, this is this is the status of Joe's contract. He's he works for NXT. Mm-hmm. He takes whatever bookings he wants outside of that. Other than he can't be on a nationally televised project, including he can be on Ring, including Joe can work for Ring of Honor. He just can't be on Ring of Honor TV. Including Joe can go work for New Japan. Hmm. Joe books himself out. Joe has the same deal that it, it's unique in the fact that. It's not totally unique. He has like the same deal that like Rhino has, and the and that Rhino works for NXT. And if they want him on NXT, then that takes precedence over whatever else he's got going mm-hmm. on. But Rhino can book himself out to whatever indie company or whatever he wants to work for, as long as it's not like a, I assuming nationally televised. Now, why I think it's unique to Joe is because I think we're looking at Joe coming in as a guy who's looking to be done a lot more with than, than with the Rhino. So it's unique that he would have that unique contract because yeah. I think the, the deal. But uh I don't know if I like that. Why don't you like it? I, it's fucking it's for first of all, it's very good for Samoa Joe. Absolutely. He he gets he Samoa Joe's like you know those t shirts that are selling on the shop? Yeah. They have a licensing deal to sell those are his fucking T shirts. Oh now, wow. now they get their cut because they're they're the distribution and the selling but they licensed Samoa Joe T-shirts. That's crazy. That's that's cool. And he's I, got I like a fucking that. pimp deal. No, I I like that. Uh, the only thing I don't like is, you know, I want him to succeed in WWE. I like this. I like this whole situation. I don't want him to get hurt somewhere else and be off of NXT, whatever. Because this got me super pumped that he's in NXT and he has his own name and all this stuff. I mean, he it's Samoa. That's Joe. why. That's why he's Samoa Joe because. He's essentially like a freelancer. He can like, which is I don't know. I just I'm iffy. I just don't want him to get hurt somewhere. He's else. got the fucking pimp daddy contract of anybody. It does, yeah, yeah, it's good. He has got like, I think he's got the contract that just about any wrestler would kill for. Well, I think I mean I I think most guys would kill for like a. I don't think guys mind being a John Cena type where like you're the man of the company. You only mm. work for whatever, like for the big WWE shows, and we'll pay yeah. you. A ton of fucking money, but as far as a guy who's looking to go out there and cash in on the years of of life he has left in his career, like mm-hmm. he's he's you know he's he's in the like spot to do that. Um, so it's super interesting. Like uh, I think that getting hurt somewhere else is sort of um it's a risk, a concern. But he's also a professional, and I don't think he's going to go out there and do anything stupid. I mean, freak accidents happen, but. Those are just as likely to happen in his NXT as anywhere else. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go out there and do some like jump off a balcony in a fucking indie show because they want to book Samoa Joe. Like he knows. Also, supposedly, like he books it like traditionally in the past, like 
like further, further back in the past, like guys like that get booked out through the WWE system. Joe makes his own bookings. Like he doesn't have to clear it through them. Wow. Supposedly he has, supposedly they trust him as much to even like know, like they don't say you can't, they trust him to be smart enough to know when to job and when not to job. They're not saying you can't lose to anybody out there or whatever. So that's crazy. But I think just this just lends more and more credibility to this whole thing that NXT is his own fucking brand. Yeah. Because this talk of they're going to take this group of guys and they're going to tour, the, they're going to try to tour the country with this group of guys and they're going to try to draw with these guys. And then they're still within NXT. There's still that little niche carved out with the developmental guys who are going to stay in Florida and work the Florida shows and the loop in Florida. And maybe, maybe they go out on the road with the other guys once they're, they're ready to, but I don't know. It's just really weird, man. It's like sort of a, Crazy time to be. Never think you would see something like that, huh? Samoa Joe is gonna fucking work on NXT. He's gonna get fucking work for Ring of Honor, and whoever else wants to fucking book Samoa Joe within reason. That's That's weird. That is that is weird. Strange. So he could awesome. So he could go work. He can't be be on Ring. I mean, he's not gonna be popping up on Destination America. Well, he's not gonna be like televised. Right. Right. But. You know, at a house show of some sorts, he could be working a WWE event on Tuesday, then fly over to Philly, work an ROH house show on you know Wednesday, and then go fly he over worked, to, uh, to Japan. I don't know what other shows, but work I know Saturday. Chris Hero theoretically, was yes, about, he could do all that. That is insane. Chris Hero was talking about a show that he was upcoming. He was going to do, and Samoa Joe was on it. I don't know what it was, and I know it brings the question of you know with. With Ring of Honor going to Destination America, being a cable, you know, televised program, uh, will the WWE try and sign Samoa Joe to sort of an exclusive deal to kind of nix those plans? Well, see, here's the thing: I don't think this is going to last forever. I no, don't think. No, no, no. I think that Joe. I think Triple H really likes Joe. Mm-hmm. See, another facet of this is with WWE looking to be. Uh, WWE NXT most specifically looking to be its own touring brand. Another facet of this is Triple H saying, Joe, I trust your eye. You go out there and you work these shows. You you say this guy needs a fucking look from us, then we give this guy a look because that's you're out there working these guys. You tell us who's worth the fuck. Hmm. Who's the who's worth the time to come get a look from and who's not. And uh maybe he's uh some sort of weird like liaison guy between yeah. um, you know It's sort of like they've brought in They've brought in Joe, they've brought in Owens, they've brought in Zayn, um, they've brought in Kenta as sort of like these ambassadors, you know, hey, we're going to we're gonna take you guys out of the country, we're going to take you all over the world, and, you know, well, people... Well, we, we hope to. Yeah, we hope to. People are going to pay to come and see you guys, and in the process, they'll also get to check out some of the talent that we've created as well, to sort of, you know, intertwine that as well. So... I mean, do you think that this could be a way for them to not like? Do you think that some of these guys won't even make it to the you know air quote main roster of WWE because they're trying to establish NXT now? I think it's like I don't know that we've for sure seen that guy yet, mm-hmm. but I think it's entirely a possibility. Yeah. And I think that I think that it's entirely possible possible that it just like changes on the fly. Like they could bring a guy in solely expecting him to be a draw for a touring NXT and then say, you know what? This guy's really fucking catch on. Fuck it. Vince wants him on the main roster. He's on the fucking main roster. What is Triple Mm -hmm. H going to say? No, he can't go to the main roster. Of course he's going to go to the fucking main roster if Vince wants him. 
Well, this is. But the, they could have never ever envisioned to bringing him in for that. Vince could just say, oh "Yeah, I want that fucking Owens kid." Like you may have only wanted him for touring NXT to draw, mm-hmm. but uh, now I want that kid on the fucking roster, and so he's going to be on the roster. Yeah. But I could also see them bringing like Samoa Joe just being like, "NXT wants to tour. We need someone like Samoa Joe to put asses in seats when NXT is touring." Mm-hmm. So who knows? But it's definitely fucking interesting, and it's like a crazy thing. I don't. I didn't think we'd ever see that. Type yeah. Of thing yeah. Again. It's I, insane. I kept on watching those clips over and over because, you know, there's, oh, Samoa Joe's going to be there and he comes out and I just realized, like, oh, shit, he's come out with his name and Titan Tron <laughs> says Samoa Joe. He has a shirt that says Samoa Joe. And with the NXT on, tag NXT's on like, it. What is going on? Like, it's got shitty music, though. Oh, I mean, God, yeah. That, I wasn't pumped Damn, up that. But, I was I completely mean, taken away from it. I'm like, what the hell is, who picked that out? It's probably... I wonder how 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 they had to throw that together because that's pretty bad. Yeah, but it was. It just it just got me going just just to realize that because I was like no 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 because okay I don't think at first I was paying attention to the Titantron and his shirt. I mean mm. I looked at it and then I was like okay they're gonna change it. I was like then I questioned it. I watched it again. I was like no they're not. This is crazy. Like well, you don't. They were, go- they were they were they wouldn't have debuted him as. Samoa Joe, if they were just going to change it like a week later or whatever. God. Yeah, because they did that with Kenta. They brought him in as Kenta, but but he didn't then, like he didn't come out and shoot. Yeah, like he just had an interview in the backstage, yeah. and mm-hmm. then he came out and changed his name in front of everyone. Right yeah. before before they shot a fucking angle, he came out as Samoa Joe and cut a fucking and they shot a fucking angle with him as Samoa Joe, and not just the fucking introduction angle. If I can shot an angle with him versus the champ as Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. and you don't do that just yeah. to change the name. That's just so crazy. It's still it still got me pumped. I've watched that all the videos I could watch, you know, him coming out confronting Kevin Owens, you know, afterwards that wasn't on I guess it was exclusive on the network or whatever mm-hmm. of him just talking to the crowd and him talking backstage. Just it's really cool, man. Really really cool. Yeah. Did you uh did you guys hear about Josh Matthews uh tweeting out about the Samoa Joe debut? No. I feel like I did but refresh me. It was something negative, right? Yeah, he what? was basically. He, it was nothing against Samoa Joe. It was basically against the uh, the announcers calling them hypocrites. It was like, how how are you supposed to know about this guy when y'all don't even acknowledge where he's been in the past? It's like you're not you're like you know you see Samoa Joe walk out. You're not supposed to know who he is because you don't know where he is or where he's been. You know, like they don't acknowledge TNA. They don't. They've, you know, sometimes they'll acknowledge Ring of Honor, but, you know, whenever he came out, they're like, oh my God, that's Samoa Joe. Yeah, but what I good. Don't nothing. What, Ring of Honor has become sort of a forum system in, in a lot of ways for those mm-hmm. because they've picked so many guys from that system. But, <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck is TNA? Why would they acknowledge TNA? What is their positive to acknowledge about TNA? Just saying, hey, that's where this guy came from. But, um, I don't know. Maybe they'll. They'll acknowledge TNA in a in a couple years when they own the library. <laughs> if they want to own the library, yeah, if they, they want to. Yeah. I mean, they buy it. everything else. So might as well. Then they'll get the Sting and the Kurt Angle DVDs and Jeff and Matt Hardys and 
You want to run through the special since we're already talking about yeah, it? Yeah, we'll run. We'll run chronologically. Through the, uh, it came it came before Raw anyway. Yeah, it certainly did. Uh, NXT Takeover took place this past Wednesday, uh, not yesterday for those of you who are listening on Thursday or not whenever. Oh, forget it. Uh, so NXT Takeover took place and um, it was unstoppable. The first matchup that they had was a uh, number one contenders match. It was supposed to be a triple threat, but of course, uh, Hideo Itami got injured. And the way that they wrote him out, I thought was just way too cheesy um, with the attack in the parking lot and Kevin Owens walking by going, oh, that's a shame. I just I thought that was really cheesy. Uh, they could have done it so many better ways by just saying, hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, it pains me to have to announce this. Hideo is not going to be in the match. He suffered a sol- shoulder injury. Yeah. Simple as that. Solar. I think a they try to play it for heat for Owens simply because with a guy like Owens, it's always a tight rope you have to walk because he is good and he's popular and people are willing to boo him because he's good at being a hill, but also people are willing to boo him because he's feuding with guys they like as much as him. Mm-hmm. So if Kevin Owens is fucking feuding with someone who they deem is less than him or who's someone who they deem um, is not you know, on his level, then I could definitely foresee the crowd turning to a pro Evans crowd, pro Evans crowd. So I feel like they get the heat from him while they can, when they can against guys they know that they can. Yeah. uh, So, I mean, I don't have a problem with you think it's cheesy. It wasn't the coolest thing I ever fucking seen, but (laughs) I I sort of justify it as that's why they do stuff like that. Right. So, uh, but anyways, that, so it basically turned a triple threat into a one-on-one uh, number number one contender match: Finn Balor versus Tyler Breeze. Uh, what do you think about the uh, the matchup? It was a fine little opener. They they certainly didn't go all out, but they didn't need to. I mean, you got stuff on the card that's coming that that that's that spot on the mm-hmm. card, and um, I, you know, it's really just about Balor getting his number one contendership. Yeah, Tyler, did you happen to catch this? Uh, I came in the middle of this match, but I don't, I don't really remember too much. I yeah, the Finn one. But I mean, I have a. I, I'm at this point because we're over a week later. At this point, I'm having. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I'm probably gonna space on some specifics, but uh, yeah, we should cover it because it's a big show anyway. Yeah, yeah. but nothing. Nothing <laughs> really bad thoughts. about the match. It was a fine match. Uh, it was a. It was, a, a, it was a solid opener, and that's all it needed to be. Yeah, and uh, you know, as predicted, Finn Balor got the victory, so he's the uh, new number one contender. Which took us into the next matchup: Charlotte teaming up with Bailey, going up against Dana Brooke and Emma. And I thought that was very strange with the outcome because I figured Dana Brooke, she's new; they're trying to build her up as this dominant heel. Uh, ended up losing this one. Charlotte and Bailey get the victory. So, uh, anything to really take away from the matchup itself? Not really. I mean, I don't think this is designed anything to be other, anything other than to further like the characters of the Hill team, and mm. even though they didn't win, I think they tried to establish, like, further them as Hills. Or yeah, and I know on uh, on NXT this week, uh, Emma went up against Bayley. Uh, Emma got the victory via submission, and then uh, Dana Brooke and Emma started to rough up on Bayley. Charlotte came out trying to make the save, and Bayley and Dana Brooke ended up getting the, you know, the best of, of Charlotte as well. So, you know, at least they're continuing the storyline a bit. Uh, next up, what I thought was going to be a uh, a sleeper match, and it I mean Ugh. it was a slugfest, but I just I have no interest in Baron Corbin. I'm sorry. See, I feel like this is the his best. I mean, this is not speaking volumes for the guy, yeah. but I I definitely feel like this is best performance. I'll agree with that. It was you know it Rhino bought, brought bought brought the best out of uh, Corbin. However, it's 
still not saying a you lot for me. You do a good impression of him. I know no one can see it. But yeah. Just, he's just, been doing it lately. Basically, just good. act like you're just waking up and just your eyes are a little squinty and you just don't care about what you're doing. No facial expression. No facial expression. That's right. So uh, Yeah, but, you look pretty tough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a slugfest. They did what they needed to do. Baron Corbin got the win to establish. And then on NXT this week, you know, Baron Corbin was being interviewed backstage and Rhino walked up and was like, that was fun. That's, you know, I guess wanting to do it again. Like in, a, like in an in, uh, approving way, like he's sort of putting him over a little bit. Uh, just sort of like, you know, I like it whenever people can take my hits and hit me as well right. kind of thing. Like, oh, that was, you know, it wasn't like a, hey, great match. It was more of a, that was fun, you know. Well, in Let's some, do it again. Like in some weird way, that's sort of putting him over. You yeah, know? and it was, and, you know, they had their... Rhino had the intensity looking at him, and Baron Corbin looked like he just woke up. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I can't he, like, show a little bit of emotion of some kind. He's he has the exact same facial expression while he's giving an interview as he's trying to stare down Rhino, and the only difference is this. It was the same way when he comes out his entrance. That was it. Yeah, he just he he feel he looks like he could be somewhere else and be completely emotionless about that as well. So I don't know. Come on, show some personality, kid. Uh, after that, we got to see tag team action: Blake and Murphy going up against Enzo Amore and Big Cass. Uh, what are they again? What are what is Blake and Murphy? Generic and generic. No, you, what was the thing you said? Generic enhancer. What was it? Or oh yeah, there are. Well, they remind uh, you. Enhanced enhancement talent. Basically, I feel I feel like these guys are jobbers who don't job. Like they're trying to establish Enzo Amore and Big Cass, and you know have Blake and Murphy be the team that they finally get the one up to make sure that Enzo and Cass are you know the favorite. Like I, I don't I don't see Blake and Murphy getting out of NXT, going to the main roster, and becoming this like great tag team. I don't even see them making it to the main roster. To be honest, it, the 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 gimmick is so unbelievably generic that I cannot support it. I just don't I I can't dig it. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on, on Blake and Murphy? I mean, bam, they're fine in that like. Um Sunday night heat, like WCW Saturday <laughs> night, kind of a way where, like, uh, Thursday Thunder. Yeah, where you see, like, all the guys. Like, having, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, I mean, they're fine in that, in that role. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you. I don't see them lighting the world on fire. I don't think they're going to be anything special. Um, my disdain, I, I don't, I don't have disdain for them like you do. I just, <laughs> I just don't care for them. I mean, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Your hate for them is uh, not one that I share. I wouldn't it's, say it's a hate. It's just more of the God. These guys are so generic. Like it's just ah, uh, I, I can't. <laughs> no, ugh. not digging it. But uh, I mean, the match was okay. The crowd was certainly behind Enzo and, and Big Cass. But uh, Alexa Probably, Bliss uh, in, in the theme of the night with uh, talking about Baron Corbin having like the the uh, performance of his career thus far. Mm-hmm. Same thing with uh, Enzo. Like yeah. Uh, and uh, I know it's a little different because Enzo's over as fuck, and so it's a little different to say <laughs> How you to doing? compare him to Big Cat. I mean, to compare him to uh, Baron Corbin. Yeah. But uh, you know, Enzo's not the greatest worker in the world. So like, when he puts on a good performance, that's you know just as good. Mm-hmm. He just happens to be really good on the mic and really fucking over. Yeah. So 
you know. Which is some good qualities to yeah, have. Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, there's like three qualities to have. He's got two of them, you know. Yeah. So, and he's improving on the third. <laughs> yeah, he's trying. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, the matchup itself was fine. They told a good story. Uh, Alexa Bliss caused a distraction by attacking Carmella. The crowd went nuts for that. Oh, my God, what's going on? I just didn't see this coming. I mean. Uh, yeah, very strange. Again, it's like, what the hell's going on? But um, felt like the time to pull the trigger on this, you know, didn't it? Yeah. But I don't know what juice they're looking to. This angle has been fine um, as far as, you know, like them getting the one-ups on Enzo and Cass along the way and sort of leaving them laying backstage a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But uh, it feels like how much juice are you going to get out of this? Yeah, that was, that was the time for them to get the victory. The right. crowd goes wild right. and how you doing and... Nope. All that, but Blake Shit, maybe maybe they're gonna have like a double elimination chamber. They're gonna need another fucking tag team, <laughs> so they're gonna have to shoot them up so they don't have to put go. the belts on them. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Alexa Bliss causes a distraction, which gets Blake and Murphy the victory, and Alexa Bliss decides she wants to join Blake and Murphy. So it's Blake, Alex, um, yeah, Alexa, and uh, Murphy forming Bam. Whatever, I don't care. It's too generic. I freaking isn't hate. it Bam. Like the Nightcrawler thing? Um, no. Because there's no um, F. What was quite comical was... Um, God, I know we're not gonna music. We're not going to cover it all, but like this uh, past um, uh, NXT, mm-hmm. when it was Blake and Murphy versus some other <laughs> gen- generic guy. So it was like... <laughs> it was versus- Jobber going up against Enhanced Jobber. So it's quite funny. In this past episode, there was a lot of uh, new people. New faces. New faces. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Banff. Just like Nightcrawler's noise when he teleports. Because <laughs> there's a <laughs> bunch of hashtag Banff stuff. Oh. Bamf. Well, maybe that's something. I don't know. Bamf. But what would the F be? Well, okay. How it's stylized is Big B, Little A, and then Big MF. Hmm. I don't know. But, I'm uh, gonna fucking find out. You guys keep going. Okay. Uh, the women or are we on the women's match? Uh, yes. That, that it was fucking nice. awesome. Okay, you guys. You guys, talk, <laughs> you guys talk about that, and I'll try to figure out what the fuck Bamf means. That's all you have to say about this matchup. It was really good. Forget I mean, about the Bamf. Forget about those guys. It's Nightcrawler. That's, That's not, pretty specific. Well, I mean, Nightcrawler is cool. I'll give you that. If there's a if there is a show. To tie Bamf into their show, it should be ours. When I was little, I wanted to be like Nightcrawler. I wanted to teleport. I thought that was that was one of the coolest powers of all. All right. So uh, <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Boof. That was cool. All right. Let's talk about the women's. Match. Let's talk about this women's match. Sasha Banks going up against Becky Lynch for the NXT Women's Championship. My goodness, these ladies showed what they can do. They, I mean, they tore the house down. I heard a lot of arguments of people saying that um, they really felt like. Um, I don't know why my brain just went blank. Blank. <laughs> Brink. They felt that this match. No, 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 not match. They felt um, that these ladies. No, no, no. One of they these felt ladies. Felt the NXT. Not so. What? <laughs> my mind just went blank. They What's, felt that Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch was um, sort of out outshine Sasha Banks uh, for once. And uh, I mean, I, Sasha Bank is um. Just, and justly so, always the talk of sort of like the NXT Divas show, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I guess some people out there felt like Becky Lynch sort of outshined her a little bit. This, uh, do you think that's true at all? Uh, I'd have to go back and rewatch it. Uh, yeah, a lot of specifics a week out 
is yeah a lot of it is hazy now i just remember that it was they fucking tore it up yeah it was one hell of a matchup these ladies showed that women's wrestling is relevant it is important we need to have more of it my god see if like why is this why are these matches not being on raw and featured in the women's you know matches well i know that i know that they're being groomed the, the right way in NXT, and maybe the ladies who are on the main roster now didn't get that chance. But yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure all the NXT women that are on the NXT brand came in under Sarah Delray. I mm-hmm. think they all have. Yeah. I might be wrong about that, but I think they all have. Yeah. So. And I'm not saying that she's a great trainer, obviously, but I'm not saying that just because you're trained by a great trainer is going to make you great. But uh, clearly, they have something that's fucking working. Yeah, they're they're doing some amazing things down in NXT. <laughs> do you do you think this is gonna? Tra- do you think? Yeah, that's a dumb question. I don't even know. Why I would say that. I was gonna say, do you think that they would just keep them down and let that be sort of a specialty of the NXT brand? But uh, you know, good wrestling is just good wrestling. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's fucking women or not. I mean, I don't see why that would keep them from the main roster one one thing i did crack up though was uh that they showed eva marie i'm like why are you sitting in the crowd shouldn't you be like backstage training learning doing anything (laughs) like why the hell are you there i still don't understand she's not competing in nxt she's not competing in the wwe what the hell is that her only purpose yes that is so stupid i'm sorry i can't bring her down to nxt let her get trained well, I think that's what she's training. Nope. She's not training. I have no idea. I'm not her keeper. <laughs> yeah, you are. Nope. So, um, but yeah, one hell of a matchup between these two ladies. The crowd certainly appreciated it. The fans appreciated it. Internet appreciated it. Really good stuff. If you have not seen this matchup, definitely make sure you make plans to, because it was awesome. Did they play off of any of this on this week's uh, NXT? Uh, you guys watched it just before, didn't you? I watched it. I didn't watch. They it. showed like the highlight package from Becky Lynch, right? Um, I don't remember. I don't think she. I don't think Becky had a match. I don't think Sasha had a match. Okay. Um, it was more of a. They showed the video package again of like Becky Lynch's time in NXT and her history right. and stuff like that. So, but it was really cool. Um, next up, the main event. Kevin she Owens. looks a little different now than than the pictures that they show in that package. Mm-hmm. Something about her that I can't quite put my... It's not like she looks like a completely different... Is that what you're telling me? Oh, I have no idea. Maybe. Oh, no, I wasn't even talking <laughs> about that. Huge tits. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. I was talking about her hair, but all right. You did tits motion. Her um, nice wrists. You did tits motion. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what it is, honestly. It just she looks a little different. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, not like unrecognizable. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Maybe like some constructive surgery or something. Nah, I don't. I, I don't mean anything like that. Anything like real superficial. I just. I don't know what it is. I don't even know what I'm trying to say exactly. Gotcha. All right. Well, it was the hair because she made it bright orange. While maybe Sasha, it's maybe it's the cut. Maybe she had it like shaped differently. Yeah. While Sasha had her hair being like dark purple. Well, I think maybe. It's like hugging her face more in the mm. the old photos to where it's more like a like a bob thing where it comes like in and for like frames the face a little bit. Gotcha. Maybe that's what it is. And now it more be. it's like straight and like out of her face. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 
But the uh, main event, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. This one Action ends. Police. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. Did you see what her shoes? Um, th- did this match officially end? I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like a no contest ending. Yeah, yeah. This was more or less a really cool like angle instead of a match. This yeah. was like really just like a brawl angle type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think you you would. I don't think you could analyze this as a match. I don't think it qualifies. No, not at all. Because it didn't have an official end. Right. The referees had to come out. William Regal had to come out. Right. And, you know, all... Fucking... Look, guys, I know fucking some... We talked fucking at length about Joe at the start, and everyone's fucking pumped for Joe to be to working with Owens and to be working at NXT in general. And I know everyone's crazy about the Balor shit, and I get the impression that the Zayn shit is not over by a long shot. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, William Regal coming out getting is just as exciting to me as all those other options that they yeah. have for Owens. Just fucking pulling him back by the. Ah! I I'm Did just he pushed Regal back. I remember him giving them like the mouth and nose yank. Yeah. But I'm just as excited <laughs> to see that as uh, as any of those other awesome possibilities. Mm-hmm. So I hope it's like they don't have to do it, but they just like sort of like left the option that they could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not out of the question because he's worked all those other matches. So I hope we get to see that along the way. Yeah, definitely. I hope there are so many matches I want to see now. And, uh, and you know, Samoa Joe did debut. Really crappy music, but the moment itself was awesome. The crowd right. was going was absolutely insane. the moment than the music. So. Yeah. Um, well, like... Uh, like I told Tyler before the start of the show, I, I was about 45 minutes behind you guys. Mm-hmm. Though in our group group chat, I had made the mistake of looking at my phone and saw Samoa uh, Joe. Oh, my God. Look at that. Uh, I'm like, damn it. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, that was my fault for looking at my phone. But um, you get? That is what I get. But, uh, yeah, so the, so I already knew it was coming, so I was able to focus on the other on the other things. And, yeah, that music's got to go. They've got to do something with that. Yeah, I think Owens needs new music, too. Yeah, his, I don't know, his is okay in my book. It's not great. It's not something I'm going to download. Like, I downloaded Finn Balor's. I downloaded Sami Zayn's. I'm not. I'm probably not going to download Kevin Owens. Well, yeah, they have good music. Right? Yeah. So you, You'll definitely download Samoa Joe's, though. No, I'm not going to do that. So, I mean, if they change it. Maybe because of his pimp contract, he has to come up with his own music. So, <laughs> so he had to throw something together. <laughs> Oh my God! It's Mojo. At least Tyler's laughing, so that that works for me. So, uh, but yes, yeah, so it's Samoa Joe. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, what's the name of that song? I think it's Spanish. Spanish Flea. Blake Spanish Alexa Black. Murphy Factor. Bamf. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Blake. If they do it in like the Bamf font, like Nightcrawler, I'll buy that fucking shirt. <laughs> Blake and Murphy fuck. I don't know. And then... Oh. It's got like a little purple around it. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Why the fuck not? I don't know. Why not? Bam. And, then, and then Tyler over here will buy the soft t-shirt. So, I, yeah, I would. Soft. Yeah. Going to spell it out for you. It's a really cool stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that closes out the unstoppable NXT takeover. Really good. Had some good moments. So, uh... Yeah, let's dive on into Raw, the go-home show of Raw before Elimination Chamber. We will be giving away our Elimination Chamber predictions. Nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're not giving away shit. We're not giving away. We'll just tell you what we think, and you let us know what you think. 
in the comment section. Give it away. We certainly appreciate it. So let's dive in. Opening promo, as usual, 15 minutes. Got to kill it somehow. Um, They did this... (laughs) They did the typical authority coming out, talking about whatever happened last week. Let's talk about this week. Um, here's here's the contract, Dean Ambrose. All you got to do is come sign it. Dean Ambrose comes out and it's like, all right, yeah, sure, why not? I'll come out and sign it. But I've got some backup in Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns comes down and they stand there. And the thing that I found very interesting is, <laughs> is I feel like the authority kind of got off track like they lost where they were going and by the way for those of you who are listening right now uh we watched this all together we watched this raw together with noah Mm -hmm. so we were we kind of got distracted for most of the night just messing with noah um so if we forget certain things blame noah for it um stephanie got off track by saying i'm gonna make the main event of raw right now and we're gonna have that match next Meaning the very first match of Raw <laughs> was the main event. There were no, some, there were not supposed to be matches after that. There was two and a half hours of bonus matches. So I was like, dude, the main event's next. We're, that's the last match. <laughs> Raw's over after this. Yay! Uh, well, back in the, back in the days, they used to have the main events go on like, um, like sort of halfway through the show, so they didn't lose any of the crowd. Like yeah. like a long like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just reminded me of. Whenever we were at Comic Palooza in the very first match for the uh, for the Doomsday Show, the oh, following the opening contest is scheduled for one fall and it has a five hour time <laughs> limit. And like, oh god, thank goodness, Woo-woo. this one might last a little bit. It's not going to be no, <laughs> it's not going to be a jobber squash match. So, uh, really cool stuff. What's up, Tex? Um, but yeah, like I said, they, they kind of lost focus on what they were doing. So they they scheduled the main event for the first matchup. They <laughs> they they were like, all you have to do is come in here. Come into the ring and sign your contract. That's all you have to do. But wait, instead, we're going to put you in a match and you only have until the end of the night to sign this contract. Bye. Yay. So I don't know. Like he was willing to get in the ring to sign the contract. So they decided to play this stupid angle of can he sign the contract in time? No. No. Yeah, that was dumb. So, I mean, that takes us into the first matchup. Roman Reigns teaming up with Dean Ambrose to going up against Kane and Seth Rollins. Uh, I don't know. Any thoughts about the matchup? I'm kind of surprised that it ended clean. I was expecting sort of a Kane and Rollins, J&J security, authority beatdown. What was it? Roman speared? No, no, no. Speared. It was Kane. He speared Kane. Kane got the the pin. Or he got yeah. Pin. Yeah. I don't Dirty know. deeds. Anything to really take away from the matchup? Nope. 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 Okay. Well, uh, after that, backstage, uh, Dean Ambrose... Um, was approached by J&J Security. They were like, oh, hey, we got the contract right here. All you have to do is sign it. Oh, wait, we don't have it. Well, slap my head and call me Sally. That's okay, Sally. So he slaps him, and they brawl, and he attacks the cameraman by mistake, and whatever. I mean, the only reason I'm why I'm mentioning this is because it plays into what happens later on in the evening. So otherwise i wouldn't have done it after that we get to see rusev make quick work of our truth getting the victory on that asking for lana to come out they decided to go to commercial come back from commercial he's still asking for lana lana comes out and says you wanted me to come and i came <laughs> just leave, just leave that just leave that there okay. so uh they have a nice <laughs> little discussion and Rusev manages to sweet talk his way back into Lana's heart and he takes like, her aww. takes her hand and 
say, I just want you to say those three magic words. I love you. I was wrong. Bitch. And Lana's like, hell no, I wasn't wrong. You're wrong. You're the one who quit. You're a quitter. Yeah, you're a qu- and, quitter, uh, bitch. So Rusev got pretty unhappy about that, claiming that he owned her and she's worthless. And Lana comes back and slaps him and saying, you don't own me. You don't own anybody. No one what's, owns me. What do you guys think about all this? I felt that was a little touchy, actually. Like, where are they going with this? And then once they had, like, Lana stand up to him, I was like, okay, at least they're, you know, empowering her a little bit, showing I'm not going to, I'm not anyone's property. I don't belong to you. But, uh, yeah, I, I I wasn't liking where it was going at first. But once Lana turned it around, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm better with that. Yeah, I just mean, like... In a more general way, do you think this is a good direction for both of them? No. No. Although it's kind of like, where 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 can they go together further? They clearly want... Well, they should have never started the tease of dissension this early anyway, is what I think is the right call. But I just don't see where she fits in with other than Rusev. I know she's like really popular, and they're really high on her, and they're Mm going to do something with her. I just don't know, but it just feels like anything they could do is like them shoving like a square into like a circle hole yeah. or something. Like they're going to try and force something out like of it. this, right? Not, not, not that. I just mean like wherever they put her, it's going to feel like a weird fit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not that, to- not that you have to. You don't have to force people to like Lana. The people already like Lana, yeah. but they're going to try and use her in a way that. I can't see them using her in any way that makes any kind of sense. Yeah. I don't see a way that makes sense. Who's to she going to manage? Right. What is she going to do? What? It's What's weird. next for Lana yeah. after her movie deal? Yeah, and and, and honestly, man, fucking poor uh, Rusev, man. I don't know. I feel like he loses the most out of this anyway. Mm-hmm. He came out in his Bulgarian outfit, so he's well, no- it was like he he went through all that stuff with Cena. Mm-hmm. Lost. Yep. And then he lost his. Uh, he lost the girl. Yeah. He lost the title. He lost the match. He lost the girl. WWE likes to do stuff where they break up. Yep. Uh, either it's tag teams or you know a person with their manager. Mm-hmm. They like to do that a like, lot. Why? Just go with what works. Don't understand that logic, but whatever. I guess they know that. Hey, they can't stay together forever, so let's break them up. Why not? They'll be back together later on Mm because they'll realize, hey, guess what? This is a bad idea. Yep. So, and by then, the people won't care. I don't give a fuck. It'll be too late. So, uh, after that, we got to see Dean Ambrose backstage talking to Seth Rollins, Triple H, and the camera guy who Doug knew who it was. Will Ferrara from Ring of Honor. Yeah, top prospect tournament. There you go. He was second place. He was the cameraman. Well, uh, I mean, he's just on the roster now. They, mm. They just try to use him. So, he ended up getting Dean Ambrose arrested, saying, well, I felt a push, but, you know, he did attack me. So, and was it just me, or were those the same cops that arrested Stephanie McMahon? I really do not know. I want to say it was, but what do I know? So, uh, yeah, so Ambrose got arrested, and the fate of his contract was now in jeopardy. Oh, shit. What's going to happen? Uh, after that, we got to see Ryback going up against King Barrett. Ryback ends up getting the victory and walking over to the Intercontinental Championship and starts chanting, feed me more to it. Like, it's going to give him food. Feed me more. Feed me more. I'm hungry. So, Come here, title. Yeah. I'm, I'm hungry. I want some of you in me. 
Um, <laughs> after that, we got to see Neville going up against Stardust, and uh, Stardust had a little encounter with one of the actors of Arrow, I believe. Noah freaked out. Yeah, he did. That was pretty funny. He also freaked out because of... Uh, the cast of Entourage. Entourage. That's the only reason why he wanted to watch Raw, actually. Yeah, well, tell him to watch Raw again next week. The Entourage is going to be back. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. So, uh, But Neville ends up getting the victory, and after that, Bo Dallas attacked uh, Neville. Anything to really take away from it? Not really. Nah. Okay. So, but that sets up their uh, their match at Elimination Chamber. Uh, what, what, the only thing that really stuck out about me about these singles matches is I don't know why they're booking all these guys who have a, a multi-man match to decisive finishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple that they didn't, but some of these guys are beating you know guys Plainly. that are that are in their matches, and that just sounds really weird to me. Like why, why? decidedly say like even though this guy's in a match he has like a lot less of a chance than everyone else yeah i don't know that's weird booking to me very strange uh but after that we got to see sheamus going up against dolph ziggler uh sheamus ends up getting the victory after a distraction from rusev who comes out wanting to attack him after the matchup rusev puts him in the uh the accolade as lana comes out and uh he's just screaming kiss him now ha 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 so <laughs> uh, other than that, nothing really to take away from it. Uh, we got to see the uh, John Cena U.S. Open Challenge, and I don't know his his opening promo is just sounding so repetitive to me lately. Like I know I know Doug, you didn't have too big of an issue with it, uh, but it's just I don't know. It's it's feeling very bland, very copy and paste of the previous week. Well, he doesn't really have a specific guide to like gear his promo towards, so. Yeah. And like it or not, he's still John Cena, so he's going to be made like a big duel. He's not yeah. just going to go out and have a match like some anybody else on the fucking card. Yeah. Know? But I don't know. It's just, I don't know. But uh, he declares that the U.S. Open Challenge is officially open. Cast of Entourage come out saying, hey, as much as we'd love to get in the ring and, and fight you, that's just not going to happen. Here's your opponent, Long Island boy. Zack Ryder crowd goes nuts because they're in Long Island. I wish they would have. I wish Cena would have sold the Entourage cast with the same surprise face he sold uh, Bret Hart. Like I gotta fight Bret Hart. I gotta I fight w- the entire cast of Entourage. <laughs> yeah. Four on one match. Who gets to hold the belt? I gotta fight Johnny Drama. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So the so Cena versus Zack Ryder in in a fairly good competition. It wasn't the the best match of the U.S. Open Challenge that they've had. But uh, Cena ends up getting the victory, raising the hand of Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder was very thrilled and very happy for the opportunity. Um, anything else to really take away? Nope. Uh, okay. Well, after that, after the matchup, uh, Kevin Owens came out and attacked John Cena, giving another uh, power bomb to him and stomping on the U.S. title. Uh, after that, we got to see some Divas action. Tamina going up against Paige. Tamina gets the victory. Um I didn't. I, I don't remember too much of this matchup. I think this is whenever we really started messing with uh, with Noah, but uh, with all the um, look at this graph, look at the giraffe, and all that good stuff. But uh, look at this shaft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything to really take away from the matchup, though? No, I was trying to find something about Lucha Underground that's going to play into our next segment. So Lucha, I'm sort of Lucha, only Lucha, Lucha. cool. Nice. Um, 
That takes us into the uh, the main event of the evening, New Day going up against. Well, Kane first came out because New, Ga- yeah. New Day came out, and then Kane came out, and and for some reason booked a three on ten match. <laughs> what so, the hell? Heels helping heels. Um, it was New Day. Excuse me, New Day versus Cesaro and Kid, Los Matadores, Ascension Primetime Players, and Lucha Dragons. But that didn't work. It did not work. The match was like a minute long. It ended in a brawl, a disqualification. New Day ends up getting the victory. And then they had their let's all group together as someone jumps on us yeah. you know, from here and there. Uh, but in the end, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd were standing tall. So That's cool. It's interesting to see where they're going to take that. Final bit of Raw, we get to see another authority segment. You know, talking about, well, I guess he's not going to be able to do it, so it looks like Rollins isn't going to have an opponent. Well, the, I guess it was before this, mm-hmm. earlier maybe, where they showed the video where it was Seth yeah. Rollins who pushed, uh, he pushed the cameraman. No, oh, that's... Oh, no, he got out of jail. Oh, like, who the, who the heck was filming that? You know, how'd it they was... get it on YouTube? But, uh, whatever. Anyway, so Ambrose drives a police van into the arena while wearing a cop hat and jacket. He's and crazy. Carrying, carrying some nightsticks around and beats up the authority as Roman Reigns comes out to help as well and getting Ambrose to sign the contract. So it's official. They'll be facing each other at Elimination Chamber. So all in all, the, the, the Raw felt was kind of meh. It wasn't all that great, but... um. You know, it it was what it was. Best part is cast of entourage. No, that's what Noah thinks. I don't know if there was a best part of Raw this week. He was waiting for Gail Kim to come out. He was, and he was so disappointed. So there you go. We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. Because like I said, Elimination Chamber taking place this Sunday. Uh, at the moment, there are, I believe, six matches, five or six matches uh, scheduled to go. And, uh, you know, this it's it's the booking was incredibly fast for this because there was only a two-week turnaround, which is absolutely insane for them to uh, for the WWE to try and turn this around. So we'll go ahead and dive into the first matchup that... I guess we'll discuss Bo Dallas versus Neville. So they're kind of playing off the NXT, you know, glory days where Bo Dallas was NXT champion. Neville's the man who took him out. Now they're up in the big leagues, and that feud has uh, sort of been rebirthed. So, what are your thoughts on this feud? What are your thoughts on the match? What do you think? Who do you think is going to win? Uh, well, I think it depends on what they're looking to do with these guys. If this is going to be a prolonged prolonged thing you would think it would make sense for Bo Dallas to go over here mm-hmm. um, otherwise if Neville just beats him here then what's I mean there, there's really no point in a feud he's already done what he needs to do mm-hmm. and I th- you would think that ultimately the goal is to further Neville along and not necessarily Dallas um, but I mean if this is just like a one off deal that they don't plan to do anything with after you know it's really a toss up like you know, I could see them going either way at that point. But um, I'm going to say Neville just because he feels like the more important act that deserve or, well, yeah, I'll say deserves and probably needs more emphasis. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you, Tyler? Yeah, this is a strange thing. I don't know why they're they're fighting right now. Um, I feel like they, you know, need to push and, uh, you know, Neville and stuff. But um, 
I just feel like Neville's going to be walking out the window. Neville? All right. Uh, the way that they've been booking Neville since his debut, they're talking like, you know, they're giving him like name after name after name. The man that gravity forgot, the future of WWE, you know, like all this kind of stuff. I feel like they're trying to say the future of WWE or, or something to that degree. So uh, this might just be a, you know, let's kill some time for Neville so that we have something for him in the next pay-per-view or something like that. Uh, sure, if it's something like that, I think it's Neville no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think that they're going to try to draw this out for a bit? Like another pay-per-view cycle? I don't think Bo Dallas is established enough as a credible heel. To get another month out of it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it could be a way to help elevate Bo Dallas a bit. Sure. But, you know, the the main focus is on Neville right now. Yeah, I mean, but see, the dangerous thing about things like that is can Neville afford to sacrifice to give someone else credibility at this point. He's not the type of guy who is uh, losing to establish other people at this point. Or, I mean, you could work it that way, but it would make more sense. I mean, it makes it less sense than having, like, more established guys uh, putting guys over to... The way that they've been booking him, he can take a loss. And, and, I mean, he has taken losses. But he's he's taken losses in competitive matches with big-name competitors. Yeah. He hasn't necessarily been drawn... I mean, he's been back and forth with Barrett, but that's the only guy who isn't a really established guy that he, mm-hmm. that, that he hasn't lost to. I don't know that it's a smart decision to have him dropping falls to to guys like yeah, like um, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, maybe Dallas gets the win with a roll up out of no, like, you know, a surprise win, or someone comes out and distracts Neville or something to that degree. I don't know, but I think Neville's going to get the win. I think the focus is primarily on him. So. I think we're all in unison of that. Neville gets the win. Let's dive on into the next matchup for Elimination Chamber. Uh, we'll talk about Los Matadores, Ascension, Lucha Dragons, Cesaro and Kid, Primetime Players, New Day, in a six-team Elimination Chamber match. This has never been done before, so it's going to be very interesting to watch. New Day is not going to be able to fit in the chambers. Well, they said that... Uh, too big. They said too on, big. Yeah. They big. said on Raw... Uh, on Monday, that only two members of the New Day will be allowed inside the chamber. They're too big. Still too big. Still too big? Okay. Well, let's talk about this matchup. Is uh, there is there a guy you would less like to be stuck in a pod with than Biggie? I mean, he's a wide, he's a big dude. He's a wide man. Like, um, he's got wide shoulders. He's Mark Henry. I mean, in this match. Oh. Oh, in the match? Mm. Sure. I mean, we could pick people bigger than Big E to get <laughs> let's stuck put, in. A th- let's put Big Show and Mark Henry in there together and see what happens. Right. Uh, no, not that I can think of. Maybe Titus. He's but, too big. Yeah. Yeah, but Titus is a little slimmer. Yeah, he is. But uh, I think this is going to be a very exciting matchup. I'm curious as to see, curious to see how this is all going to play out. Uh, Tyler, we'll start with you. Who do you think is going to? Pull out the victory. Uh, I'm gonna say New Day retains. New Day rocks. Yeah, because this is just too quick. You yeah, know, New to- Day rocks. New, New Day rocks. rocks. Uh, it's that will be too fast for them to like have the belts and drop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing. They're good. They're doing good so far. So I want them to keep it for a do little you bit think, longer. Do you think? Do you think the heel turn was an and the sort of embracing of the gimmick? Um, it was enough for them to like be have sustained like being over without the belts or do you think they still require the belts at this point in time do you think if they if they were to drop it here is could they sustain how over they are now without the belts yes so do you think that's an argument well how do you feel about 
um, Kid and Cesaro, do you think they're over enough to to be um, a big contributor to the tag team division without the belts? Yes, because they are very talented and uh, them together, they're, they're very talented and like they have a big uh, right now they have a big uh, division and I think they would be very helpful. Yeah, I mean, I think I think if we're being realistic, I think it comes down to those two teams, and um, I think it's a question. I mean, not that it's always a question, but I think if a big a big They're question is who needs it more, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, it feels like Cesar and Kid have sort of lost a little bit of steam. Um, not necessarily in popularity; the fans still like them, but with the belts off of them, they almost seem like a bit of an afterthought. And maybe that's just because the New Day have been so great in their new roles. Or since turning, but um, I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you and say they retain, but uh, I don't know. What do you think, Daniel? Uh, I'm gonna go with New Day to retain as well. I would like to see Cesaro and Kid get the titles back to continue the feud between New Day and, and Cesaro and Kid. But like Tyler said, I think it's just too soon still to to take the titles from them. I could see a feud where these guys are passing the titles back and forth for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not this quickly. Right. It doesn't necessarily need to be a hot shot thing like a. Oh, back and forth, back and forth, hot mm-hmm. potato thing. Every but, month. Right, but I can time. see them trading the titles back and forth for a little while. Yeah. And, and I, I think everyone involved is talented enough to keep everyone's attention uh, mm-hmm. in that time. And I think whichever direction they decide to go, that there is ample competition. If you give it back to Cesaro and Kid, you've got the rematch between New Day, you've got Ascension, you've got Los Matadores, you've got Harper and Rowan. But if you keep it on Kid. Or, um, yeah, if you keep it on Kid, you still have – or if you give it back to the New Day, if New Day keeps it, you've got primetime players, Cesaro and Kid, Lucha Dragons, uh, and and more given, you know, makeshift teams later on. So I think the options are, are very open for either direction, but I think the New Day will probably find a way to keep the belts around their waists so they can continue chanting, New Day Rocks. New, New Day Rocks. New Day Day rocks. So really cool stuff. So all of this, once again, being unanimous, that's that's no fun, but go with your gut, all right? Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna pick another I'm gonna I'm not gonna pick something I don't think is gonna happen just just to make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. All right, well Tyler, we'll let you pick the uh, the next matchup. We've got four uh listed matches still on the card. I'm pretty sure they'll they'll add a couple matches here and there, you know, in between as sort of time time fillers but uh what's the next match you want to talk about intercontinental match all right six-man intercontinental elimination chamber match you've got r-truth sheamus king barrett ryback rusev and dolph ziggler and the interesting thing about this is that it was reported uh earlier this week that rusev actually might have suffered an ankle injury um during the smackdown tapings and so uh he's questionable as to if he'll be able to you know fully compete to the best of his abilities. Well, he's not winning. That's good for him because I hate to see him lose another high-profile match. Yeah. So we're guaranteed a new Intercontinental Champion. It's just a matter of who is going to do it because who, who's who got the momentum riding in their favor right now? Um, I don't know. Tyler, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, <laughs> they're high on... They're high on most of these people. <laughs> yeah, well, Barrett's been sort of on a losing streak. Uh, I don't think 
anyone really thinks that our truth is going to win. Yeah, no, he's not the. Yeah, um, if like, if Rusev is injured, that might count him out. So I would think you'd either go maybe Ryback, Sheamus, Ziggler, or maybe King Barrett. I don't know. Hmm. Or it could be King Truth. He gets rid of the spiders. <laughs> yeah. Um, what could have been? I'm just going to go with Sheamus. Sheamus? Yeah. All right. How about you, Doug? Um, I think in my mind there are only uh, maybe two likely um, winners. Um, and maybe you sort of whittled it down for me a little bit by saying Rusev is maybe um, not 100%. I could envision a scenario where they give Rusev the United States title uh, and they sort of keep him and John Cena separated for a while only mm-hmm. to maybe do like a return or like revisit the feud later on where they're both champs. Maybe that would be a time you would consider putting Rusev over strong at that time. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could debate of how you, I mean, it's up for debate how effective people would think that would be and why not just do it in the first place. But, um, I don't know. I, I don't think Ziggler is actually um, a candidate, like a strong candidate. I don't think Barrett is, and I don't think um, Truth is either. Uh, I was sort of leaning Sheamus myself just because that was sort of the word out there that they were going to give it to Sheamus. So mm. I'm going to agree again and go with Sheamus. All right. Uh, see, this is one where I, I don't feel like Sheamus has enough momentum carrying him you towards know, that. I forgot about Ryback. I think Ryback is a viable option. He's sort yeah. of, uh, they, he sort of like... I don't know if I want to say resurgence, but he seemed like a little bit more in focus lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, he lost to Wyatt, didn't he? Did he lose to Wyatt or did he beat Wyatt? Because oh. he was he hurt he was hurt at the ribs. Didn't that play? Yeah, the finish? and Wyatt got that his finally got his right. pay per view win. Right, right. So, so he could be due for a win. I could I could see them going the right back. I think I think it's probably between Sheamus right back and. Um, Rusev, and I think Rusev's probably not going to get it either. Mm. I think it's probably between Ryback and uh, Sheamus. I'm going to stick with Sheamus. Yeah. If if Rusev would be 100% going to this match, I probably would have picked him to win. But uh, I think I'm going to go with Ryback to to get the victory on this one. I think they could have a good, you know, a good run for him. See? Because you have, I mean... In, in WWE logic, it might not make sense, but you've got a heel WWE World Heavyweight Champion. You got heel tag teams, and so you could have the Intercontinental and US be the good guys, and then the Divas can go back and forth for all I care. Right. I hope they protect. If Rusev is going to make it to the match and mm-hmm. isn't winning, I hope they protect him. Yeah, they do some sort of right. whatever it takes. Everyone's finisher to to right. take him out or something. But uh, poor guy. Can't afford any more losses. Yeah, but if he's 100%, I would like to see Rusev get the win. So, uh, yeah, so, Doug, let's talk about the uh, the next match. We'll let you pick. There's three on, three left on the card, the Divas Championship, WWE Championship, and uh, Owens and Cena. Uh, let's go with the Divas. All right, Divas, triple threat match, Paige versus Nikki Bella versus Naomi. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, uh, on this matchup? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's hard to see like where they want to go with this. Um, it feels like they were building to like the whole um, Naomi thing. Mm-hmm. So, but then it, they quickly lost focus. Right, right, and then, and then of course the page thing was sort of already 
sort of in the mix before Naomi even came into play. Mm-hmm. But it's at this point, it's sort of hard to envision them taking the title off of uh, Nikki at this point. Mm-hmm. Feels a little weird to think that. Um, What do you think they would do with the Bellas if they take the title off of a dinghy? Who knows? I mean, they would give her a rematch, obviously, so she'd still be in the limelight, but... Well, do you see them putting the belt on Paige and then continuing the feud between the Bellas and um, Tamina and uh, Naomi just without the belts? Like, and, like, without the belts to sort of muck it up, you know what I mean? Not really. I can't really see that. Like I remember not too long ago they had they would have the championship storyline for the divas and then they would have a side storyline that was going on. And right. it seems to have faded away where it's only about the divas title now. Right. So and the fact that like Tamina got a win on Raw this past week and it's like why isn't she included in this matchup or you know, I don't know. Yeah. She's the bodyguard. Yeah. And will she play a, play a factor in the match? Tough to say. Uh, I'm gonna pick. Up, I'm. I'm gonna go with Naomi. I. I don't necessarily have a great reason why. <laughs> I just can't really see a clear path for mm-hmm. anyone involved. Yeah. You know what? No, I, I know what. I'm gonna stick with Nikki just because I Nikki. can't. Just because I can't see a clear path for anyone. But it's harder for me ima- to imagine them taking the title. Okay. Like like a landscape without Nikki as the title as the title holder right now. Yeah. So I'll stick with Nikki. The way I see it, it's a triple threat match, which basically means there are no rules. No one can be disqualified. So, obviously, Bree's going to get involved. Obviously, Tamina's going to get involved, unless she was injured. No, she was fine. Um, So, I'm seeing Tamina being the X factor in this matchup, uh, allowing Naomi to somehow get the win. So, I'm going to pick Naomi to win. How about you, Tyler? I'm going to pick Naomi as well, because I want her to win. All right, so uh, so there you go. Those are our picks so far. Let's dive on into the next matchup. I'm assuming we'll talk about Kevin Owens versus John Cena. So a very interesting way of bringing in Kevin Owens to debut on Raw, going up against the champion, but he's not, I mean, the U.S. champion, I should say. So it's NXT champion versus United States champion, Kevin Owens versus John Cena. I'm liking it. I'm curious as to where they're going. Tyler, what are your thoughts on this? I don't know what to think, man. I'm like, oh, heck yeah, man. It's like Kevin Owens versus John Cena. I want Kevin Owens to win, but I'm like, I don't know how it's going to play Logically out. thinking. It's like, oh, logically, uh, Cena's going to win. Mm. It's like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to go with my my heart. Go with the heart? My heart says Kevin heart Owens. Heart in your brain? Kevin Owens. You're going with Kevin Owens to win? Yeah. Interesting. Do you think it's going to be like a lopsided victory, or how do you think this is going to go? I mean, because if you're going Kevin Owens, I want to know about this. What's going to happen? Uh, hmm. I mean, we don't have to have like a play-by-play, but I mean, how do you think the match is going to go if Owens is going to pull out the victory? Hmm, I don't know if there will be a distraction or something like that, but I don't know. I can still picture him. I don't know if it finish him, but you know how he likes to do the, the power bomb onto mm-hmm. the uh, side of the ring? Yeah. Whatever. The lure of that to, to Cena? Yeah. I don't think there would be any run-ins or anything from anyone from NXT, unless Sami Zayn gets involved somehow. Mm. So you think Owens might win? If Sami gets involved, then I think what Cena would win. Or Cena would, I don't know. Owens would win if Zayn attacked Owens. Yeah. Would, it's no, no, it's just a singles, match. It's, it's singles match, yeah. Traditional one-on-one. 
It's just my heart really wants him to win. Yeah, so you're going with your heart, not with your head. Yeah. All right. So you're picking Kevin Owens to win. Head says something different. Do you think it'll be pinfall or disqualification victory or anything that's going to happen? Mm, I think it's some sort of shenanigans. I think disqualification or something. Or Okay. All right. Well, Doug, how about you? Kevin Owens versus John Cena. What are your thoughts on this feud, and what are your thoughts on the match? Well, I think they're doing a no-finish. They're either doing a no-finish, or I think Cena wins by DQ, like mm. like uh, Owens like roughs him up like with some, I don't know, some plunder or some uh, furniture around the ring or something. Yeah. I don't see uh, like a straight-up finish in this match in any way for either guy, really. You don't want to kill Owens as the champ of NXT. It's a, it's a brand that you've really just started – not that you just started acknowledging, but you mm-hmm. really just started cross-promoting. Cross it's hard to call it cross-promoting when they're the same company, <laughs> but it's essentially... Bringing attention right? to you. But they're, they're acknowledging NXT on their their A their quote-unquote A brand. So mm-hmm. um, it's hard to kill the, the champ, um, especially when he's on a hot angle of his own down in NXT. He's in a hot angle on the A show. It's hard to kill that momentum. It's hard to kill the the excitement for that brand by just having him be beaten by John. Of course he's they've they've given him the shine of letting him like stand tall over John uh nefariously. Two weeks now. Sure. So um I don't look at all to see him beat John Cena flat out clean. Mm-hmm. Um I could see a double DQ, I could see a no finish, I could see some sort of a count out, I could see I could see anything but one of these guys beating each other legitimately. Okay. Um I would I think the best way to keep Owen's character intact is for Cena to win by maybe some sort of DQ where Owen's is like taking it to the limit where he's breaking rules or something. I think that's the best way to keep him as a character intact. Um, but I could just as easily see it like a, like some other sort of shenanigans finish. Count out, brawl, sure. brawling through the fans and all that. Sure, anything like that. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting that they're now starting to promote... Um, to more heavily promote, I mean, it's. I have to believe that it's the biggest draw to their network, other mm-hmm. than the live events, the special, the, the special, whatever they're calling the pay per views now. Yeah, I have to believe that's the second most watched thing on their network. Do you think that this might be a way for them to try and get viewers away from TNA, away from Lucha Underground by by now promoting NXT? Um, I don't think that they consider either one competition mm-hmm. um now but maybe vince is sitting in his office and goes oh this will this will take him off i mean if you're looking at strictly numbers and strictly business tna is more of a competitor than lucha underground and mm-hmm. tna is about to go to business <laughs> so i don't think yeah. that um and, and honestly i don't think vince i think Van, vince is extremely hands-off with nxt i think that's um, I mean, mm-hmm. just going into the Samoa Joe stuff, that's all That's all Triple H is doing. He's yeah. the one who worked all that out. And uh, that's a crazy enough situation in its, in its own self. So um, I don't think they are making any moves to extinguish anything they see as competition. I think that they're just now realizing that if we want this, not that they're just now realizing, but they're just now starting to do something about if we want this to network to thrive, we have to give people a reason to go to the network. And mm-hmm. if our, why are we not more heavily promoting one of our biggest draws on our network? Why aren't we making that more of a uh, a must see for our larger Spot, audience? Put the spotlight right. on it a little bit. So I think it's basically I think it's just a way of them sort of 
advertising for NXT on the A brand, but okay. um, I don't see it as um, them taking shots at TNA. Who, who <laughs> quite frankly, n- no one has to take any shots at TNA. TNA will do themselves in. Um, <laughs> They've and, shot themselves in the foot. Basically. And, sa- and as much as I love Lucha Underground, and it's sad and it's sad to say this, they're just like no, they're not even. In, they're, they're not, not close, e- but no, no, no. Anyways, so you're thinking no finish, double DQ, something of that nature. No one's pinning or tapping anybody. Okay, I can see anything else happening. Right, uh, I'm I'm right there with you. I feel like I feel like this could be a great showcase for Kevin Owens. Like have him get himself disqualified by just beating the heck out of John Cena. Uh, you know, giving the the power bomb to the apron, throw him into the barricade, do everything that. He's been doing an NXT, uh, get himself disqualified because he he's got a lot on his plate down in NXT now. He's got uh, Finn Balor right around the corner. He's also got Samoa Joe right around the corner. So this will be a good way for people to say, "Well, I want to see more of this guy. Let's see what, what's going on." Oh my goodness, he's going up against these guys. So and, uh, for my personal taste, hopefully they will play out that Regal stuff. Regal getting physically involved as mm-hmm. well because. It's not like it's out of the question because Regal's had those uh, sort of uh, old vet versus the the guy on NXT matches in the yeah. past. He's done it with Hero. He's done it with he's done it with a number of guys. Ambrose, right? So there, it's not out of the question. Yeah, I like to see that just as much. I'm as excited for Regal um, Regal Owens as I am for Joe Owens or or mm. Balor Owens or anything like that. You know, I'm just as excited. They're all equally exciting. Yeah. So really cool stuff. Okay, so Tyler, you're going Owens 100. percent I'll take. I'm gonna t- for to make an official pick. I'm mm. gonna say Cena, but I'm gonna say Cena by DQ. Okay, and I'll I'll agree with that as well. I'll say Cena wins via disqualification. So, uh, yeah, certainly a match to look forward to. I'm I'm definitely gonna be focused in on that one. So that takes us into the final matchup: the WWE Championship, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins, traditional one-on-one matchup. No special uh, stipulations announced at the time of this episode so uh yeah what are your th- what are your guys thoughts on this like like i said it was a very short build only two weeks to build into it so you know they they told an, a story i guess well enough in the time for dean ambrose he proved himself at the uh payback pay-per-view so wh- who do you think is going to uh to walk out champion uh or what are your, what are your thoughts on the uh storyline at least well I don't know. I wonder. I wonder how invested they are in Ambrose. I wonder if this is a hey, this is like a two week special event cycle. So let's see how their crowd reacts for this this two weeks of a sort of a test run as Ambrose as a main event player. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen him wrestle Rollins in the past, so it's not like um, a totally new like sort of a continuation of the angle, really. But uh, it's hard. I don't necessarily think that putting the belt on Ambrose would be a bad thing. I think a lot of people would like that. I think you could make him a really hot baby face if you take him seriously, but I just don't know how seriously they take him. Do you think, do you think this is um, a filler two week program or do you think they taking him seriously as a possible top baby face? A little bit of both. I would have to say because We've, we've talked about this in the past, about how they treat Ambrose. He comes out with the hot dog card, or, you know, he's he's the gimmick, you know, the, the hokey lunatic, 
you know. Like, well, thankfully, they've done a lot less of that lately. Yeah, but like having him drive in on the police sure, truck yeah. wearing wearing a cop uniform, right. that was just kind of, you know, hokey. But um, I don't know. It, it's part test, part, you know, we need, we need to fill some time. Uh, because I can see him being in the Money in the Bank ladder match in, you know, two or three weeks, however long it is away from, from Money in the Bank. So, although I don't know who they would put up against Rollins. So, either way, I, I, I feel like, you know, Ambrose has ascended to that upper tier level. He's, you know, he pro- like I said, he proved himself at payback. They sort of um, teased um, interactions with uh, Reigns mm-hmm. and, and uh, Rollins. So, I don't know, man. It's uh, I'm not convinced uh, necessarily one way or the other. What do you think, Tyler? Um, Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with um, uh, Ambrose, but I, I just feel like they're, they're going to keep the title on uh, Rollins. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna do a, a Reigns Rollins thing. Like you think that's have, do you think that's the next on feud? the back burner? You think that's Rollins' next feud is with Reigns? I kind of feel like it's not finished. Well, yeah. I don't think it's finished either. But do you think it's next? Like after this Ambrose stuff, yeah. do you think they're gonna go into Roll, uh, Rollins Reigns? Yeah. Can you guys even think of any other possible feuds for him outside of Ambrose and Reigns? Not really. There are no I mean, other. Orton, big... Orton's played to right. played out, uh, unless you do the Kane Kane Rollins. Which... Well, they, te- they technically said that uh, Reigns is quote unquote at the back of the line. I guess whatever. Mm-hmm. And I like you said the Kane stuff, but God, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't handle it. Yeah, I can't see that being like a a, a viable option. I just mm-hmm. can't see that. Like, thank mean, goodness we're only paying ten bucks on the on the network as opposed to fifty if that were to be the main event. Yeah, I mean, just because I don't see it as viable doesn't mean they're not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, they, he was the, he was Brian's first feud after winning the title too, so who yeah. knows? I, I'm with Tyler in that I think Rollins retains. I think the real question is is this um, like it for is this it for Ambrose after this two weeks? Is he going to move on to another feud or? Are we going to see this be become the beginning of a, a larger, more drawn out feud where Ambrose is sort of, uh, well, Rollins sort of cheats to win or mm-hmm. like gets help from the J&J rest of the security and, and, Kane then it, and, and then it gets played out for a few more weeks? Yeah, cycle. I could see it go a number of different ways. Uh, I could even see them say, "Well, we're going to put Reigns and Ambrose into the main event. It's going to be a triple threat, given the Shield triple threat match that a lot of people wanted for." Uh, like a WrestleMania match, but um, I don't know. Just because I, I can, I can probably see Rollins versus Reigns with Ambrose being in the Money in the Bank ladder match. I feel like that would be their their big sell. Hmm. See, I sort of feel like they're real cautious about Reigns right now. Hmm. So I think I think like they've won back some detractors, myself included, probably. Yeah. But uh, I think that they're real hesitant to push him too hot and too heavy for fear of the backlash. Got to be cautious, you know. Right. So I think it's got to be real organic how they move him back well, into that spot. Well, with Reigns, it was just bad timing. Sure. That's, that's sure. all it was. But this could be a good chance for them to begin that elevation. And the fans, I think, will be on on board for it. Right. So. I mean, because I don't even know what to do with Reigns uh, <laughs> if not in this little triangle. Really, mm-hmm. you know? 
So, uh, all right. So, Tyler, you're picking Rollins. Yes. Doug, you're picking Rollins as well. Yes. I'm picking Rollins as well. So, another uh, unanimous decision on that one. So, there you go. Those are our thoughts on uh, WWE Elimination Chamber taking place this Sunday. And I got to say, those were some great picks. Those, those were, were some, some great, great picks. picks. Those, those were some, some great, great picks. picks. Very cool stuff. Well, let's talk about. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Lucha? Did you or did you want to cover Ring of Honor from uh, from last week? Or I didn't get to catch. I mean, I saw I saw it, but there's not a ton to talk yeah. about. It was just two matches. They didn't like run any big angles or anything. And we talked about the biggest ROH stuff there is to talk about at the top of the show. Yeah. We can talk about Lucha probably. Let's talk about Lucha, man. Before we get into the specifics of the show, there was kind of some news about a season two. Ooh, ooh, so ooh. It's been a lot of doubt, but apparently it's sort of been unearthed on the corporate website for Univision, which I believe is the, uh, the Spanish language channel that it airs on, other than El Rey. And uh, there was some sort of dates. Um, for a season two that was on their corporate site. And I think it, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was letting possible advertisers know like what's available to advertise with. Hmm. And this, a second season with dates was put up on the site for Lucha Underground. So that is far from like a confirmation. I think everyone jumped the gun when they saw that and they're like, fuck yes, Lucha Underground lives and whatever. But I think it's, uh, I think now that the dust has settled, most people are, rationally saying that it is far from a confirmation that there is going to mm-hmm. be a season two but we, there is hope that it, that it is not officially dead at least it's some sort of an update and um you know we hope that uh it's going to continue going on that way so that's awesome I but at least that. there is some news out there about some dates they still haven't told like talent dates to block off the tape or anything so but um well here's hoping because yeah i i want to see more oh Since, for sure man for sure. How uh, many more episodes after this did they have? I think they run through August and then they're on break till October. Mm. Wow, that's still uh, a long I think way. I think they said it's a 13 weeks, 13 weeks off or something like that. Hmm. I might be wrong about that. Still. Wow. We still have plenty of Lucha to cover. So that's that's Sweet. good enough for me for now. Um, so let's talk about Lucha Underground. I don't think it's the full... I don't think it's the full month of August. I think it's like into mm. August and then the end of October is when it starts again. Something like that. Hmm. Still, you know, usually, I think still, it's yeah. usually when Walking Dead starts coming back, like late October, early November. Like I think that's when their season starts again. Gotcha. Good stuff. Well, let's talk about Lucha. We had uh, this is we're covering last week's Lucha. I know they had uh, Lucha episode underground. on tonight that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, at the time of this recording, we haven't gotten a chance to see, which looks like it's going to be pretty good. They had the two two main events. They had that death match with um, Phoenix and uh, Mel Mortes. Yeah, and you saw the casket match. He almost <laughs> fucking killed Phoenix <laughs> in that. So. Yeah, and I saw some uh, some little clips. Um, in between us recording the radio show and recording the podcast, and it looks like they they go to town again. So definitely nice. going to want to check it out. Um, so yeah, let's talk about last week's lucha. We kick things off with Marty the Moth making his debut. Martin uh, from Martin, Martin. yeah. I mean Martin from XC. Martin from Tough Enough. I'm Tough sorry. Enough, yeah. Martin so uh, really cool to see him. I thought it was pretty funny. And he's doing his little fly moth movements. Aztec pride. Yeah, that's Everyone's right. Everyone's like, look at this goofy guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, <And> then <laughs> he tricks uh, Puma. Mm-hmm. Then, he, uh, he showed some, uh, some you know, 
character by like starting the match off wanting to shake his hand. Yeah, come on, dude, let's get a picture. Come on, let's. Yeah, right over there. Yeah, and then clothesline. Oh man, tough luck. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, I thought it, you know it was a it was a solid enough debut for for Marty the Moth. Um, what do you think about the matchup? Uh, there's not too much to it, but uh, it was it was a fun little thing. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And Hernandez comes out at the end, and looking uh, like he's gonna start a fight, but then he says, "Nah, I'll wait until my championship match." Conan says, "We're not friends anymore." And mm-hmm. And, uh, You're looking like a son of a bitch. Yeah. So they're eventually gonna fight. So. Mm-hmm. Doug, what are your thoughts? There wasn't a lot to this. It was sort of a standard, like, paint-by-numbers Puma match where Puma just got, like, his signature spots in. Maybe that has to do with Mar- Marty the Moss' ability. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted a quick opener where he showed some familiar spots in the crowd pop for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was just um, a fine little opener. Yeah. I love um, it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't know all the orders of these, so I'm just going to say – all the backstage segments, the sure. only ones I can remember. Uh, I know one of them, Vampiro, is interviewing Johnny Mundo. <laughs> yes. so that was a weird one. That was so strange. So strange. <laughs> Just because he was asking questions and Johnny wouldn't come out and say things. Mm-hmm. And then kind of forced Vampiro to say, like, hey, man, you got to say what you mean. Or something like along those lines, but then the thing about these sit-down interviews with Vampira is he like flip-flops on a guy like three times. Yeah. he's on his team. He's not on his team. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Team. he's like, I like your aggression, but come on, man, you say what you what you're trying to hey, say. Hey, man, I'm your friend, but come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't don't. I mean, I can feel you getting tense, bro. I, you know, you're looking at me like he's like, like don't, don't shoot the messenger. Don't man. shoot the messenger. I'm bro. just trying to get the message out to the Lucha Underground audience. Okay. Uh, I like how animated he is. Yeah, yeah. He looks. He's getting tense. I can see you're intense, bro. Um, hey, it's Vampiro, obviously. Obviously. Uh, what did Johnny Mundo say? It's like I'm not someone in catering. He can just slap around. Yeah. I was like, nice. That was nice. That was, that was a nice, nice little touch. He said something else. Oh, at the end, he goes. But you already knew. Yeah. That. So I thought that was quite a. Point. That was a nice little interesting thing. It was. Always fun. Uh, I mean, you can tell that they were having fun doing that. Yeah. But, like, Vampiro, he's so just out there. He's so odd. And, like, he w- Mundo would say something, and he gave, like, a thumbs up. Like, yeah. what is that? What are you doing? It's just... Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, hey, we got that. That's a good sound bite. Tell me what you mean, man. <laughs> it's bad, but I, it's bad, but I sort of love it. Uh, yeah, sort of like it's so it. bad. <laughs> And it's like he put the clipboard down like three times. All right, bro, forget about all this. I want to get down to the dirt. Like, don't tell me about your past. Don't tell me about your history. Tell me why you put his face through the glass, man. Well, you know, I've been here a long time. And he starts going about his past and his history. I'm like, God. So, and then he'd be like, yeah, good stuff, bro. Good stuff. But let's talk about the, the you know, the dirt. The people, the people want to know, why'd you put his face through the, through the, through the glass? Well, you know. Hey, do you think that maybe, you know, you've been here for a while and so Del Rio or Patron comes in and maybe got up the ranks a little faster than you did? You know, it's, it's like he's trying to find out certain information and then he completely changes the questioning. Whatever. But I know they. It uh, really used to bother me, but I sort of love it. Now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's I, so I like weird. It it's just, it's, 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 it's so, so cool. weird. It's weird, but I love it. Um, so they show another 
clip it's with uh was it Dario Cueto talking to the crew and said if you don't get the job done tonight you'll just be like my brother I think that started the show okay that started the show I believe so um I'm just trying to do them all because I can't remember which order they were and there was There's- also the Cueto with the death match um segment where the lady was talking in his ear uh Katrina yeah talking in his ears and oh i think i can make that match what kind of stipulation and she's like death match and he's he like, was yeah. he, first start off he looked mad and then she came along and he was like like what is this and then he was like yeah then uh <laughs> uh what's well, she was one? reaching for his key whoever that 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 mask guy is who's training that girl that girl was walking along the streets i forget their names Black or whatever lotus and she wants to t- uh, take out Dario Cueto's brother, who's in a cage, who we haven't even seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised to see Chavo back. I thought we were doing with Chavo. Yeah, so Chavo's going to protect her. You're going to need my help. There was some other stuff that You'll protect down. her like family, and I will erase your debt. What was some of the other stuff that was going down? Pretty sure you covered it all just now. I thought there was another thing. No, I think that was pretty much it. Okay. So, next matchup we got to see Tejano going up against Davari. Uh, this matchup ended in a disqualification Delavar. after Big Rick attacked. Delavar, Davari. Yeah. So, uh. Oh, no. He's like that. Oh, you know, uh, Big Rick, he works for money. Mm hmm. And Davari looks like he's got plenty of it. So, so I thought, I, I thought Tejano was a hill, so they're making him. A kind of a face. They still sort a of flipped them. They sort of flipped them because I think Davari's supposed to be the heel in this. There was mm-hmm. really not too much to just this. like Big Rick would just felt like a baby face a couple of weeks ago, but now he feels like a heel coming and interfering in this match. Well, they what was it last week, the week before, and they they did a promo backstage, and he was like, "Hey, man, his cousin was back there, and he's like, man, I would for money, I would I would take my own family out.' <laughs> but See, money talks." Lucha Underground is always fun to watch, but uh, this week was not a great week for like the in-ring stuff. It, it, the The show always feels a little lacking to me whenever they, when they don't have like a Phoenix or a Pentagon Junior. I know Drago's gone. Drago's gone now, but um, or an Aerostar match. I think they would do well to make sure one of those guys is on the show every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even if it's just not necessarily against each other. But uh, I think they would do a good well to make sure if you have a at least have a Pentagon ma- Junior match on this week, at least have an Aero Star match on next week because sort of rotate them. Yeah, even when they're not wrestling each other, just sort of spread them out because the show feels lacking when those guys aren't on the show. Those guys mm-hmm. feel like the core of the show to me, even though a lot of the other story stuff is sort of without them. They still feel like a huge part of the show to me. And I know Drago's gone, but still, you got the other guys, you know. Yeah. For now, he's gone because we've seen Chavo come back. We've seen Mil Martes come back. I expect Drago to be back. Yeah, in one way or another. Right. But, uh, you know, this match, uh, the, this show was primarily focused around the uh, the championship match at the end, the uh, the trio's ladder match uh, between the crew and Ivelisse, Angelico, and uh, Son of Havoc. And, uh, I mean, everyone's going to be talking about the spot that uh, that was done towards the end. But uh, what would you think about the matchup as a whole? It was fine. They did. He did that like springboard, like 
450 onto what were they holding on the outside? Like bat bump, back the bump, ladder. Up the ladder or whatever. Yeah. And see, this week he did the same cross instead of the cross body, he did like a like a missile drop, drop kick. kick. Yeah. I feel like it's. I feel like he shouldn't have done that spot so close to each other. It loses mm-hmm. effect. Like if you like, people were still talking about out. that. It was drop, just a, it was not even a month body. ago, right? That he yeah. did the crossbody. Yeah, it's like he's already calling back to it. It feels like that's too close. And and when it's taped so far in advance, they, it feels like they have the luxury of like spacing that out some. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. Even even on a not like phenomenal which underground week is still like fun to watch yeah yeah and it and the majority of the matchup it was a three on two what uh, right evil he said this has the boot on so her foot yeah. is hurt or whatever in that match whenever uh whoever got thrown through that car uh the board up windows the dario's in there he's on the phone <laughs> on the f- i have to call you back so <laughs> that was pretty funny like I, I i just like that he's in the, in the office, office while, while the, the match show. is going on like whether they plan you know obviously they plan it but you know, I don't know if he's in there throughout the entire show or taping, but probably not. It's but, a nice touch. Yeah. I like that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, Ivelisse ends up climbing the ladder, retrieving the titles, and they get the win. So it was a really entertaining show. Um, I'm looking forward to this week's. I'm gonna go home as soon as the show is over and and uh, make sure I watch that. So that pretty much closes out Lucha. Is there anything else that we really have to talk about this week? Not really. All right. Well, with that being said, let's go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First and only question coming to us from Garrett saying, Hey, guys, haven't asked you guys a question for a while because I haven't been watching wrestling, but now I listen to the podcast and know what's still going on. Hey, maybe check out Lucha Underground. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, do that. Uh, My question is, I was listening to an old episode, and I heard Doug say he was a Joss Joss Whedon fan. Uh, I was just wondering if any any of you are Firefly fans, and if you're not, I highly recommend you guys to watch it. One of the greatest shows to ever be on TV. See, I like the show. I think it's fine. I I wouldn't say I'm I'm not one of those like fucking like rabid Firefly fans. I've seen it. I think it's good. But whenever I say that I'm a Josh Josh Whedon fan, I mainly I like the Avengers shit. I like. Firefly, all that stuff. But what I what I mainly mean is like I'm a like super big fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's it might be my favorite television series of all time. Wow. So uh when I reference like Whedon fandom, I'm really pointing to like Buffy okay. a lot. It, not that the other stuff that he's done isn't good because it is, but that's just like your taste. Yeah, like that was a, a big thing at like the right part in my life. Uh, to 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 really connect with all that, it was like nothing I had seen up until that point, and uh, it's probably it might be my all time favorite television show. Cool stuff, Tyler. How about you? Um, have not watched Firefly yet. A uh, friend let me borrow the season in the movie or whatever. Uh, Serenity and Firefly, but I have not watched them yet. Um, yeah, have you gone through Buffy? Huh? Yeah, I'm, I used to watch Buffy and Angel all the time on TV. I never watched any of those but shows. I, I got more into uh, Angel. Mm. I'm not necessarily opposed to the shows. I just I'm just whenever they were on, I, I, would, I would never watch them. Um, so yeah, I mean, I watched the Avengers stuff, but I never watched Buffy. I never watched Angel. I never watched Firefly or Serenity. Um, so yeah, maybe I'm missing out on a lot of stuff. But it's just one of those things I never got around to watching. You and, should definitely go through Buffy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. 
But uh, but that's going to do it for us this week. So thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking through us through the entire show. Uh, make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube page, WNS Video, our uh, Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Uh, we're on iTunes searching by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. And don't forget to listen to our show on the sports channel, uh, KIKR. You can listen to it by going to sportsradiobeaumont.com, B-E-A-U-M-O-N-T, Beaumont. Um, or you can uh, download the Sports Radio Beaumont app. Our show comes on Thursdays uh, during the 5 o'clock Central Time uh, hour. So definitely want to make sure you check it out. Yeah, uh, we're also on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler is at Tyler underscore Abear. Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff in wrestling. Absolutely. Good timing. So uh, so there you go for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I am Abear. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week. <laughs>